don't know about you, but I opened my window this morning and I just looked outside and I was like, rude. <laughs> um, we were talking at the table. Um, you just had sunburn from last week. You know, it's like we went from straight up summer and now this. This is like classic spring in, in Minnesota. And uh, I also had sunburn too, but it was only from like taking a 30 minute lunch outside. You know, that's, that's the kind of skin I have. <laughs> um, but with the community time question, um, the reason why I asked the, do you have any questions about God? Um, I just recently visited my grandma at um, her assisted living place. And uh, my birthday has always been on my grandparents, well, it's on my grandparents' wedding anniversary. But this was the first year without my grandpa around. So I went and visited her and I had no idea what we would talk about. And so I was just like, what are some things you're thinking about, Grandma? What are you? And she goes, I have so many questions. And I was like, oh, you do? You know, like, <laughs> um, and I was like, what, what kinds of questions? And she goes, just all, you know, like, it says that there's no night or day in heaven. And so how does that really work? And so it's like all these, like, spiritual little things that I would never have thought about, um, but because of... Um, not having kind of her husband there. Um, she just, it's like opening a whole new world of questions. And it just encouraged me that even at 94 years old, you can still have wonder about who God is and everything. Um, but I just want to say thank you. This is like a privilege and a little treat to uh, share my thoughts and musings <laughs> with you all. Um, and uh, last week was Easter. And so... You know, as a church, we're just kind of done right. We can, like, just hunker down until Christmas. Is that kind of how it usually goes? <laughs> but uh, today, I'm here to kind of debunk that myth, I guess. And because uh, today is, is technically still a part of Lent, or at least it was in the text that we were given um, to follow the stories and stuff. And because uh, today is kind of like a, a celebration of Pentecost, um, which celebrates the descent of the Holy Spirit onto the disciples and Jesus's ascension to heaven. And so it's, it's basically, it's continuing the story of the what now, you know? Um, why? Why did all this happen? Why did God send his son to have a brutal death, to heal people, to do all these things, to kind of come back and say, hey, and then disappear? What's the point? Why? And um, yeah, so just kind of like, what's now? What does that mean for us? Um, but let's jump into the text. I printed out some fun things. I put a little couple questions below too. I don't know about you, but when I, when I read these things, I like to be able to see it. And there's some pens too, I think, in the jars. Feel free to write anything or you don't have to answer those questions. It's just kind of a guide, I guess. Um, so, a little context, though, uh, jumping into this part of the story. So, yeah, Jesus died, and then he rose again. And it's kind of a... Uh, something that I didn't quite understand. Like, a couple years ago, I all of a sudden had this realization of Jesus came back, but he made many appearances over a span of 40 days. Up until then, my mind was like, okay, yeah, he came back, did like a hot 24 hours to, you know, say a couple things, prove he was real, and then peace out back to heaven. But that's not what happened. He like spent substantial time 
with his followers proving that he really did rise again, proving that this wonderful miracle had occurred and everything has changed. So with that in mind, we jump to the text here, Matthew 28, 16 through 20. Now the 11 disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. So here are a couple things that stick out to me when I first read this. Um, this is kind of what we do in staff meeting. <laughs> we, we read the text and then I have Kara's little quandaries, I guess, that pop up. Um, for me, um, the first thing that jumped out to me was on verse 17, where it says that they worshiped him, but some doubted. I really like that addition to the description because, I don't know, I mean, being a disciple, having seen the miracles, having seen all these things, saw, they saw him like brutally die. And then he's right there in front of them, but they still had some doubts, you know? And, and Jesus didn't turn them away. He still had them there with him, you know? So I just, it's a reminder to me that God doesn't expect certainty, you know? He, he welcomes the questions. And then uh, in verse 18, I just like the distinction that Jesus is kind of like, I'm just, I want to identify and clarify what conquering death means, that all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And in that clutch moment, he then does a commissioning, the sending of the disciples, kind of like saying like, I am this power now, guys, check it out, but you are also on my team. And you are powerful agents in this world if you so, if you so choose to accept this mission. <laughs> and um, this isn't something new. This isn't like a new message from Jesus either. Like uh, earlier, and he has so many parables and stories and things. He even said, like, as the Father sent me, the Son, I will send the Holy Spirit to you. Um, but it's kind of introducing this new complexity it's, it, it's the Trinity, now introducing the Trinity to a believer near you. You know, like, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's changing our idea and concept of who God is. You know, like, I thought God was this way, but then Jesus came, and now we're being sent in this Holy Spirit thing, you know? Um, so, but in all seriousness, like, in here lies a big question and doubt of mine. So welcome to Doton's Doubts or Kara's Questions. <laughs> um, so like, yeah, the Trinity, Father, Son, Spirit, all God, all equal. And uh, Jesus even said, too, uh, when he was, before he died and everything, like, it's better for you, or I guess all of us, that I leave so that the Counselor or the Holy Spirit can come. And... I don't know about you, I've heard that many, many times. Um, and until recently, I've kind of, 
I haven't given myself the acceptance to, to say internally, like, I, do I really honestly believe that? You know? Do I honestly believe it's better that I have the Holy Spirit now than what if I was like a follower of Jesus, a disciple there in the flesh, son of God? And also, yeah, just, it, just, it, made me, it made me do a series of questions reflecting on my beliefs of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And do I really believe in the realness of the Holy Spirit like I believe in Jesus? Um, and I was like, you know, my, my experience seems very heavy on Jesus, the Son. I was like, how many holidays do I have celebrating God the Father or God the Holy Spirit? And Jesus, I have like Christmas and Easter and, you know, like our whole Christian church revolves around Jesus. And there's nothing wrong with that. That is absolutely what we should be doing. I mean, Jesus changed everything. And without that, we can't be who we are and where we are today. But I just think there's more. And that's what I think this text is inviting us into. So, let's see, Kara's notes. Kara went to law for notes. So, yeah, so what does it look like? How do, how, how do I live my life in a way that's making equal space for all of who God is and not just one part? Um, some of you know this, but uh, I was out in California for a couple years, and I, I told people I went there to learn more about the music and the worship and Jesus and stuff. And, um, but what I didn't realize what that journey took me on, um, prior to that, I had, I had really lost a lot of hope in faith of the church and God. I kind of had come to this moment of, I've, I've been to so many services, I've been to conferences, I've, I've led these things and done all the things and prayed and, you know, and, and I kind of had this internal thing of like, is this it? Is this, do I just repeat this now until I die? Is that, is that, that, is there more, you know? And um, so I went out to California. And in, I learned a lot of things when I was out there. <laughs> but um, one of my biggest takeaways was just an overall understanding, an, an awakening and an understanding of Holy Spirit. Um, I kind of realized when I, I was like, well, let me pray to Jesus. I'm like, well, Jesus is a physical man, but Jesus is also God, so it's not, like, wrong to say that. But, like, I'm really talking to Holy Spirit, you know? And my reality of God is really predominantly Holy Spirit. And that just kind of made a switch in, inside of me of, like, oh, there's, there's more. There's more. So I came back here, and, um, and I, it just it reignited uh, my faith and my hope for the church that it isn't just a service that I go to and the power of God isn't behind a veil, you know, like it was torn when he died, the earthquake and the wind, like, and that signifying in the Jewish culture that the holiest of holies is now open to all. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> so all that to say is I think... We've only scraped the surface of knowing all of who God is. I really believe this is just the beginning. 
And like recently, like, and when I think about history too, there's been like several pockets of um, like revivals or Holy Spirit movements and stuff. And um, it just, it makes me ask a lot of questions. And um, I think we have yet to see the, the fullness and the goodness of God um, and Holy Spirit yet. And so if, I guess, if you feel unsatisfied with your understanding and experience of who God is, my encouragement is that that is not it. That this is not it. That there's more and it's in our midst. And even Jesus said at the end of this text, and remember, I'm with you always to the end of the age. So that's kind of my thoughts. That was a lot faster than I thought it would be. Not gonna lie, but um, I guess questions that I <laughs> questions that I have for you to think about. And I mean, we love this listening time, um, listening time because some of us like to talk a lot. Um, <laughs> try to keep your conversations uh, just to a couple minutes, and maybe just about four people, so everyone can have a chance to share. But I would just encourage you to um, ask, how do you see and experience? The Trinity. How do you experience all of who God is? How do you see that in your life? Um, and what questions and doubts do you have about God in your midst? That's okay to have those things. And I don't know if I've been in many spaces where I really felt that was true. But I feel that about our community. And I hope you do too. And if you don't, that's fine. No pressure to share anything. You can just chill. But um, I really appreciate the chance to, to share this with you. Um, yeah. And there's more to come.